0: right across their path. Jerome spun the wheel in the opposite direction as Rex let go, negotiating the Studebaker around the rear of the vehicle, mostly by good luck. Rex grabbed for the leather strap again as the car slid on its rear wheels. There was a -a rat-a-tat-tat like a jazz drummer practicing a solo on a tin roof, and the rear windshield exploded, filling the car with the hot smell of cordite. Rex ducked instinctively behind the seat, and when he poked his head up to check the rear view again, He saw the white car in hot pursuit, two men inside and one perched on the running board on the passenger side. The man raised his Tommy gun just for a moment as the car bumped over a pothole, then brought it down again. Rex ducked as a second volley of slugs peppered the car, splitting the Studebaker's front windshield right in front of him, turning the pane of glass into an opaque spider's web. The car lurched as Jerome pumped the accelerator and brake in quick succession in the confusion. It was like suddenly driving into a blizzard, Rex! Rex twisted awkwardly in the seat. Yeah, I got it! He lay almost flat on his back and raised his right leg up over the dash. A few kicks and the crumbling windshield popped out, sliding over the hood with the sound of a tortured blackboard. Shit! muttered Jerome, as he bobbed his head down, squinting against the stiff, wet wind. They were in a four lane street now, which was completely clear ahead in both directions. The white car took the opportunity and revved behind them, headlights sweeping through the cab of the Studebaker as they pulled out and around. Rex jerked his head right, in time to see the prow of the other car begin to pull up alongside. The gunner, fortunately, was on the other side, but Rex could see his head and the tommy gun being held aloft as he shifted to get an aim over the white car's roof. Lose him, Jerome! Jerome glanced right, then left. Grin transformed into a grimace of concentration. "'I see it. "'Hold on!' "'Jerome twisted the wheel and the car bucked left, "'the rear end swinging out "'and the left side wheels lifting "'as the vehicle attempted a hairpin at high speed. "'The white car saw and pulled away, but too late, "'the rear of the Studebaker connecting with the driver's door "'just as it jerked away. "'There was a crunch, and the Studebaker bounced roughly, "'but as the airborne wheels made contact with the road again, "'traction was regained.' and Jerome floored it, sending them down the narrow side street with perfect aim. "'Ah, shit!' said Jerome again, this time raising an arm to protect his eyes. The car was flooded with blue and white light. Rex blinked away purple spots just in time to see the police cordon ahead, but it was too late. He reached for the wheel and pulled again, ignoring Jerome's protest, but there was nowhere to go. There were police cars on either side of the street and a temporary wooden barrier ahead, Rex's rash action caused the automobile to skid around, turning it sideways but maintaining forward motion as Jerome slammed the brakes on. All around them, police and pedestrians alike scattered. There was shouting, a lot of it, then a crack as the wooden boom of the roadblock snapped against the passenger side. The impact was surprisingly solid, throwing Rex across the bench seat and finally tearing Jerome off the steering wheel. The Studebaker was large and heavy, and the road was slick the police barrier hadn't stolen enough of their momentum. The last thing Rex saw before the car stuck on something and tumbled sideways onto its roof was fireworks over the squat, blunt shape of the half-completed Empire State Building a block ahead of them. He wondered what the occasion was as red, green, and blue explosions lit the sky, silhouetting the construction cranes balanced high over the city. He wondered what the building would look like and how tall it would be when it was finished. Two more thoughts crossed Rex's mind before the car stopped and unconsciousness claimed him. Firstly, that he really needed a drink, and secondly, that his night had been going so well before McCabe showed up. Rex tipped his hat, straightened his tie, and rubbed a thumb over the lapel of his double-breasted jacket. It was his way of showing that he was relaxed and comfortable, that Martin Jeremy's last statement had made perfect sense and hadn't thrown him in the slightest. Behind him, he heard Jerome crack a knuckle. His junior partner was slightly less careful with hiding his thoughts. This was how it worked. Rex was the businessman. Jerome was the muscle. Rex did the deals and listened to his customers. Jerome made the customers change their minds and accept Rex's terms. Times were tough. The Depression wasn't just biting into the pockets of ordinary New Yorkers. It was killing people. But in such trying times... Rex was doing just swell, because in such trying times those ordinary New Yorkers drank and drank.